This is uh, the great Bill Paxton. This is his son, and uh, me and me and James have a friendship, and uh, you know his father just passed recently. You know, and there's not a person that didn't love love his father. So, you know, he wanted to spit this for us. You know. <clears throat> Wait till it drops to the verse. Is your mic loud enough? Feel comfortable. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Something beautiful. That's what I'm trying to find. It's all a musical when I live in my mind. But it's just a bunch of bull when I open my eyes Try to catch a breath, then I put on disguise Got a mask I carry when I'm trying to hide How are you? How am I? Well, you can decide I'll hit you with the facade, cause I'm gonna smile I'ma tell you I'm all good, but I don't wanna lie I also can't be like, oh poor me So I'ma show you teeth, cause I know what you need Positivity, I'ma spread these seeds I'ma make that honey and attract those bees I'ma take something from it, give it back times three Just give me a break though, I'ma make no mistake no, I'm a bat out of hell trying to break through the gate Yo, I get scared when I slow down When it all gets quiet, when it all goes awry To the final destination, I don't want to arrive Cause I hugged you just the other day when you were alive My heart changes pace when I want to deny But it was never on you, cause you put up a fight And admittedly, of course, now it wasn't your time But in life, you touch so many different lives I can see your soul smile in the sky and I'm fine R.A. hit me up and asked if I'd rhyme Master Ace is here too, man, you'd love the guy I'ma carry the baton, don't you get it wrong I'ma stay right here with Lydia and Mom Cause the greatest gift you gave me is the gift of it all I'm the son of a legend, so a legend I'll become I'ma never let your loss take away my love I'ma use all your strength, it'll make me tough Dad, I love you forever, this is James, your son Fucking That's I got. unbelievable, oh, man. man That's passionate, brother Thanks, thanks for letting me do that. I really appreciate it. I was uh, nervous as hell in front of you guys, but no, I really appreciate it. James, we love you, man. We love you. That was amazing, man. That was amazing, man. Yeah, so... Um, that, that was That was really... Was Yo, you was fucking having this joke up, man. That was heartfelt, brother. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rhyme, man. Like we was all here getting teary eyed. That was crazy, man. Uh, thank you so much. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I wrote it last night, and I was like, I, I, it took me like four hours. It's just a simple verse. I wasn't trying to do anything fancy with it, but it's been so hard for me to articulate anything or even talk about what's happened with my dad. And, uh, and you know, I love rapping and rhyming and stuff. I, you know, I do my own little thing. And, uh, but, you know, I'm just, I'm happy I was able to. Pull it, out, pull it out of me. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to, to be honest with you. Because a lot of us, before we uh, knew knew about you, we there was this like little rumor going around that, oh, Bill Paxton's <laughs> a hip-hop head. He's a yeah. hip-hop head. He's a hip-hop head. So yeah. that was... My guess is it was probably you uh, put him on, right or not? Well, it was my, it was, it was partially, it was like half my doing just because I, I would beg him to take me to shows before I could drive. And the first show he ever took me to with a couple of my friends was Three Six Mafia wow. uh, when we were like thirteen uh, up at University of Santa Barbara. And um, but he he was he was already into hip hop. He didn't go to a lot of shows, but he 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 got really into the shows. Like once he started going with me, he took me to uh, um, People Under the Stairs, Jedi Mind Tricks. I, I found you through Jedi. 
that I mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw you in one of the videos, and you didn't even have a verse. So you were just going so crazy. I was like, <laughs> I got. I bet that guy's just. I bet he has a crazy ass story. <laughs> and I looked in, and then and then one of my dad's favorite verses, arguably his favorite verse that I ever showed him for sure, uh, was Uncommon Valor. I mean, yeah. definitely. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a masterpiece of yeah, a verse. We was trying to do it for him live when I was in California last time. You told me, uh, hey, you know, uh, my father just left town, but he would love to see you do that. And I yeah. said, man, I, I was like, I love your father. I would love to fucking do that for him. And he was like, yeah, next time, next time. Yeah. This shit is fucking painful, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. it's really, really painful because he was, he was gearing up to do a, a whole lot of stuff, direct another feature, a film. And, uh, and yeah, well, we, we had a lot, lot to do together, he and I, you know, and... Uh, it's just un unfathomable, you know? It's like this fucked up club now that I'm a part of that nobody wants to be a part of that, you know, and I, I can't even imagine Chris losing his dad at six and not even, I, I'm just so thankful that I had 23 years. But uh, but yeah, he was, but my dad got me into, um, first album he gave me was Public Enemy Greatest Hits. Wow. Uh, then, uh, then the Eminem Show and then an album I brought to him that I was super stoked on was The Infamous, which is also crazy, The Prodigy, oh, pro prodigy. and, and rest, rest, in peace. Yeah, yeah, rest in Peace. Because um, Shook One's Part 2 was the first song I could rap entirely, like every lyric in time with. That's what I used as a, a, like, to practice with and stuff. And, um, and, I you know, and he was like, oh, I already know about Mob Deep, you know? You're not showing me anything. Yeah, because you're right. <clears throat> He's a legitimate, James is a legitimate um, hip-hop head. The way I met him... I was, uh, you know, he was with Murs. He used to roll with Murs, and uh, he just. And then another time, he was like, "Yo, Sadat X is having a, a, a contest, and, and he was trying to get in the Sadat X <laughs> yeah, contest." Yeah, yeah. So like, he knows all there. the underground, all the mainstream. He's a super, super hip hop head, man. And and I seen him. I met you was in which country? Was it? Yeah, it was in it was in Prague, outside of Prague, a few hours at Hip Hop Kemp. Yeah. It was that show that you uh, you had you had broken one of your legs and you threw the wheelchair into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> that was the craziest. That's why when they were when they were saying, <laughs> that was the I mean, that's why when they were saying, who's the who 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 do you think's the greatest uh, live performance act you've ever seen? I I swear to God, you could ask any of my friends. I always say you because yeah. I've never seen anybody. You got out of your chair. You, you, it didn't even seem like you were gonna do that, and you just fucking halfway through the show, you're just you're you're cooped up, and you had to just break out. Yeah. And um, so I definitely I definitely put you right there, and also Mers, who's uh, who's my like one of my all time favorites, well, an icon and a friend. Shout out to Mers. I, I um broke my fucking foot. It was your foot. Two bones in my foot. <sighs> Four days before we have to perform it to tens of thousands of people, twenty, twenty five thousand people. Whatever. In Berlin and stuff. I not, think it was in I Berlin, right? It, not not Berlin. Uh. In a small village in Germany. Uh. And then um all of a sudden uh. Yeah, well, I said, I'm doing the show anyway. I'm not losing the payday. I'm seeing my fans. My my voice works. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the wheelchair. So hard. I was so angry. I was like, fuck. I yeah. threw the wheelchair at the Took crowd. out like five motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck the fuck. <laughs> but they loved it, though. Yeah. They, they loved like, ah! it. They were like, yeah, throw it at me. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a fun performance, man. And you were like, "Yo, that was." That's still the craziest thing I've ever witnessed at a hip hop show. <laughs> Definitely, my, I'm glad to have that honor. I'm oh yeah, honor. I don't think anybody will top that. So, so now you're doing acting. You're, 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 uh... Yeah, that's what I what I really am. What I would say I, I am because I love rap and everything. But I'm, you know, I, I don't 
focus enough on it. Uh, I, at least I haven't in the last five years that um, to really advance much in it and stuff. Although I love it, it's something I always just write because it's the best medium. It's like with acting, you gotta wait for somebody to hire you, or you gotta audition and then wait and hear. You know, you can just pick up your your pad and, and pen and just and just write and just make music. That's why my dad was really encouraging. Of he was like, all right, you're you're actually gonna try to do some rapping. I, I, you know, I, he encouraged it just because it was a creative outlet. You know, and I never. Uh, and then that's so he was just 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 encouraged me to pursue anything like that. But when I came at him about four years ago and I came to him and said, I think I'm I think I'm going to follow your footsteps in this business. I, I you know, I've I was I grew up around sets and stuff, although I didn't grow up in L.A. I grew up in a little town called Ojai, California, an hour and a half north. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I didn't, you know, I didn't really know my ass from my elbow when I moved to LA. But he said, "You got to get, you got to get serious. Uh, you got to go study. Uh, you got to get in class. Try to do some theater." Um, and and he's like, and the first thing he said was reconsider because it's it's a uh, it's been uh, it's been very good to me. But in in a lot of ways, I still have so much I want to accomplish, and and I feel like I'm still fighting. This is him saying this, fighting for so much respect in this business, and. Uh, uh, and uh, especially as a director, because that was his true passion. If 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 he could have gotten, you know, behind the camera directing his own features, um, which ten fra- years fra- ago, Frailty was a horror movie masterpiece. People love Frailty. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and greatest. And his performance is unbelievable. The demons. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I still have that axe, Otis. You oh call yeah, it? yeah, you have the yeah, Otis axe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still got it. It's in his. It's in his. Uh, it's in his office. In, in up in. Do you know? I don't know if it's a directorial debut, but you know the first thing that the public knows that he directed. Do you know what it is? Uh, fish heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you knew. Yeah, that. yeah. I thought I was gonna pull a fast one. Yeah, fish heads. If you, if there was this fucking psychotic yeah, music video when we was a kid that used to play on MTV. Yeah. It was like fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads. Eat them up. Yeah. Um, Bill Paxton directed that video. Yeah, and he saw he got it on SNL. You no way. He got it on SNL. He like directed that. Did it with Barnes and Barnes. Doctor Demento's in the video. Um. Yeah, that was you know, but uh, I didn't know you knew that about him. I was like, I was like, oh, I, I, obviously you yeah. must know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot, and he he has so many uh, Super Eight films that he directed that I with his friends that aren't even out wow. too. I just you know one of it, my Godfather just showed me this crazy video of him I'd never seen before. It was this video he he went out. Um, with two of his best friends, Tom Huckabee and Danny Martin, and they they went on a road trip to do peyote up in Northern California, wow. and they were 19 in this video, and they made a they made a whole little crazy video of them tripping and free climbing boulders and swimming across rivers, and eating peyote with ice cream, and then they said it they put you know, they put songs to it and stuff, and it was I'd never seen footage of my dad that young, and wow. I just saw that two two nights ago because. Actually, I'm in town, or I was in town on Sunday. My dad's old theater group from uh, his—he went to NYU for two years when he couldn't get into film school in California. You know, they're practically just hand in hand in positions out at NYU back in those days. And so, he came out here, and uh, they did a tribute, and all his old theater friends who knew him from when he was 20 and 21 when he lived in the city. Um, so I'm finding out all kinds of like crazy stuff I didn't even know about my dad like in real time right now but fish heads was something he showed me like from an early age wow. he, he knew I'd like it because yeah. yeah it made me laugh yeah, it's As, yeah. <clears throat> so um yeah what's your favorite performance from your father oh yeah that's a really good one I well, what's you, one that you really it doesn't gotta be a favorite there's so many great ones but yeah one of my favorites is uh, a simple plan oh yeah so Sam Raimi directed that that's when that's when he and my dad even himself felt like he was 
with Billy Bob played his brother mm-hmm. felt uh, felt like he was he was vindicated kind of in in a way because he uh, he had a great he really felt proud of that performance and he hadn't felt like you know after Aliens he almost quit acting because he thought he was he had a, he had a meltdown because he thought he was so over t- over the top during the the film and stuff that he was like I'll never work again it's gonna it's gonna ruin my career and it became he was one the of his celebrated in the whole movie it's crazy yeah. he, he was literally the best actor the the most memorable human performance in the whole film yeah is Bill Paxton it's we're all it, gonna die man yeah game over man. <laughs> Yeah, some real pretty so shit now, he, man. He thought he failed on that level. He thought right? he failed so badly that he might never work again, and uh, and so um, he he felt like he was pr- a, a pretty bad actor coming up. Like uh, you know, even though he he was a performer always at heart, though, and he was never gonna fail because he was unstoppable. I mean, it was his drive. Even you know, even all the, his old NYU uh, theater student you know friends and stuff will say the same you know he was he had a lot to learn but he had the drive i mean he put on a play uh on one of the new york uh city subway platforms and uh because freshmen weren't allowed to to put on their own plays and my dad was like fuck that and he en- he ended up his second year putting one uh on the roof of the bopes library which is the nyu library he did one flew over the cuckoo's nest up there and um he played the jack nicholson role right yeah that yeah yeah he did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. R P uh, I'm trying to remember that I don't I don't remember the yeah R P uh, yeah him yeah yeah I know he didn't play the Indian guy you know <laughs> no <laughs> no he didn't yeah but you know what's crazy yeah you know what I, I would have tried what you're talking about because there was a, there was a point in your father's career where you know he's doing the Terminators the aliens mm-hmm. Walter Hill Streets of Fire you yeah know, which small is part in that. Diane Lane I love that woman I love her one of the sexiest women of all time but, yeah um, yeah hell yeah but then you know he ended up yeah. There was like the Vagrant. They're doing like these kind of. Not I, I actually video. love the Vagrant. No, they're fun. They're fun movies. Yeah, yeah, but, but like, definitely. as far as trying it, like from Aliens to then doing like these kind of obscure, probably one point five million dollar movies or two. I don't know how much they cost, but really low budget. Yeah, yeah. But then later on, he did the Twisters and these movies that are making three hundred, four hundred million dollars. Yeah, like, he moved up. I think there was a time between the big blockbuster to the when when he became a superstar again, where he might have said, "Wait, why am I doing?" This movie when I was doing those movies, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I'm just taking no. A I mean, guess I mean, you, you, no. Yeah, yeah. You're you're really right. I mean, it's he just he, he went through a lot of ups and downs because he wasn't sure at a time. He wasn't sure if he was going to be just just a character guy or or a leading man because he he it turned out he could do both equally well. And um, and uh, but it was he was just he just had this like insatiable drive and can do attitude that was just and he would and he was uh, he'd always follow up with people if he if he met somebody uh, you know in the business I mean he'd always send him like like a card after like you know it was great to meet you you know I hope you know we work together one day or something something like that or just and he was he was always engaged in learning so he never uh, ever let himself truly stagnate because he knew that as an actor between jobs that's the that's when you're truly tested it's like that's when you die the death of a thousand paper cuts it's keeping yourself afloat between the jobs until you're working steadily and and even bit you know and even then it was when he was big it wasn't jobs weren't you know completely steady and he was a a busybody. you know if he was building like a furniture cabinet if he wasn't like on a on a film set he was like in the shed like fucking with something and you know i mean he had more energy than i did when i was like you know five years old on after a coca-cola you know i mean he was he was jacked up all the time just just on life and stuff and, and him you know what a, um i don't know if you know this but when i was a little kid i was chet for halloween one year no way i wasn't a good chet <laughs> i had a f- fake cigar you could have like pulled it off military, but i was a fat kid so i didn't look nothing like your dad and, <laughs> and i think i vaseline my hair back because i didn't want to do a crew cut and oh, everyone yeah. was like who are you i'm like chet from weird science and everyone's like 
how? Like, no, it was like the worst chat in the history of that's, the world. Oh, man, like, that's funny as hell. And I was like, he you die. He, he. Like, that's but, funny as hell. Everyone, I wish I had a picture he of it. Pukes, to be like, you die. I'd be like, yeah, she look, walks that's, out of here. That's me as chat. You'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it was oh, pretty man. Bad, pretty bad. You got Halloween any pictures costume. of that? No, that's what I said. I wish I had a photo oh, of okay, it. Oh, okay, yeah, because I definitely want to see. It's it was from the 80s, so we didn't, everybody didn't have, you know, they weren't documenting everything yeah, yet. Yeah, everything wasn't documented. So yeah, luckily my dad had a bunch of friends that because they were all into making films. They they documented so much on Super 8 and different mediums, you know. They, they would just shoot the hell out of everything, make little shorts just walking down the street on the fly, you know. Well, what's your earliest memories of, uh, you know, seeing your father in the movie business and being on sets or anything? Did he take you to the sets or did you see Yo, yeah, like absolutely. One of my uh, one of my earliest memories was uh, going to see, actually it wasn't a set, but it was going to see a studio test screening of Mighty Joe Young. Oh, wow. With Char yeah. where he played, Charlize, Charlize so was his, That's yeah, the most beautiful she's my first in crush movie. in ever. Yeah. Uh, like in I, my I life, seen her in that movie, I was always like, will be. That's the most beautiful woman. She's yeah, I know. Woman. I was really jealous of that. As I got older, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> <You're> like, <"Damn." laughs> yeah." You know, God, I'd ask him a lot of questions. But yeah, uh, yeah um, we were at a test screening, and like, I really, I didn't. You know, I was a sensitive little kid uh, because I had such great parents. You know, and, and and so I would always hate stuff where the parents died, and like, so when Charlize's mother and 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 the um, and uh, Mighty Joe. The, the, the gorilla's mother dies at the beginning. I, I started crying, and it was a test screening that my dad had brought me and, and my oh. mother to. And 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 he he heard me uh he heard me go, I don't like this movie. You know, oh as a kid, it, and, and it was supposed to be kind of for kids, well, you kid, know. You and so and and all of a sudden, the studio executives started. My dad's like, get the, get him out of here. You know, that that just paid for the new pool. You know, <laughs> get him the fuck out of here. That's so um crazy. so that's like a story my dad loved to tell. Um, and that was one of one of my early memories. Uh, I remember being carried around on um, on Charlize's shoulders around uh, around the yeah. set because that I'd only been to Hawaii once to this day. And um, you didn't leave nothing sticky on her shoulders, right? <laughs> little oh, little little baby pre comes. Sorry about that. Look <laughs> gross. Rap people people that like rap are just gross. I'm but, sorry. Uh, yeah yeah. No, Don't no. mistake me. I'm I'm crude as it gets. I, I mean, mean my I girlfriend mean. knows. She's, I don't know how she puts up with me. Where is she Love from? you, Elise. Um, she is from Ojai, crazy enough. But we didn't meet until later, uh, later, like when I was, you know, well well out of there and I was back. I was working for UPS, uh, throwing packages when I was 19. Don't be mad. UPS is hiring. <laughs> you know who that is? No, who is that? That was on the, uh, Biggie said that, I think, on the, on the Flavor Nier remix. Because I know you're very proud. Of your father. Super proud of that. Biggie yeah. said, yo, Jay, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. <laughs> he was like, yo, you Even Bill Paxton give me props for my lyrical waxing. Yeah, that's <laughs> On the NBA Jam soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I was so stoked. My dad didn't even know he, uh, he, he shouted him out like that, too. I, I, to I, I, I told him. I was freaking the fuck out. I sent it to Murs, you. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I couldn't believe it. So, so if your father's real passion was directing films, what were some of his favorite directors or most influential directors? Did did he ever talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, uh, one of his one of his real heroes um, was actually uh, Buster Keaton. Keaton's one of my favorite. Yeah, directors Ke of all time. Keaton was one of was arguably like his his favorite, one of his yeah. biggest inspirations just coming up. But also one of my dad's biggest inspirations just entering the business. I know it's a little bit off the exact question, but was, was his own father, my grandpa, okay. John Paxton. Did you get to meet him? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. he, he passed away in 2011. Wow, you guys um, had a tough, tough couple of years, man. Yeah, and my, my dad's mother passed away last summer. And uh, so it's, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been horrific. Uh, 
Yeah, a very close friend of mine just lost his dad three days ago. I just, it's just weird as fuck. I think there's something in the universe right now that's it's a really dark time. I've, I have a really hard time reconciling it, you know. I walk around the street like a zombie sometimes, just like who's next, you know. That's why I, I hate to, to even say it, but Prodigy dying today, didn't, it didn't surprise me. It yeah. saddened me and broke my heart even more than it already is, but it's, it's like who's next, you know. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that fuck. because I, I remember that my... my uh, my brother died three days before Leah died. So then when Fuck. Leah died, I was like, "Yeah, what? You know, I know. You know, like you just feel like you just yeah. It's just what's. It's like you're almost you're still in grieving, so you have no feeling to like you'll grieve, but yeah. you don't have the feel like you we're already there. Like like yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just had to hold my mom and just say, you know, like we're 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 bulletproof now. And like, is your mother just, was your mother together with your father still? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my basically her whole life. My my dad met my mom when she was in London. Uh, she was seventeen. They met at a bus stop. He chased down a number thirteen old double decker bus and jumped on the platform as it was rolling away just to go sit in front of her. She was heading to an orthodontic appointment because it was a week after she gotten her braces off. It's like it sounds like an exaggeration because it sounds like a movie scene and it, but it is. I mean, fuck. In a lot of ways, my dad's real life was like a movie because he has he was in, in the right place at the right time in so many different, so many different ways and on so many different adventures. You know, he went to the Titanic. He went to space. I mean, he's. Superman. Oh yeah, we forgot the fucking Titanic. We took and he blew up with Twister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, see, you see where I was going? You go from Apollo aliens, 13. and then I, like I said, I like vi uh, Vagrant and those too. But you go from like aliens to the Vagrant, these mm -hmm. small, to fucking Titanic. Yeah. You know, so, so, and so, do you know yeah. how he met uh, Jim Cameron though? He no. met. Uh, so my dad like True became. Lies. When he played the scumbag, yeah, 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 and he pissed in his pants. Simon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's he's holding him over the thing, yeah, and he's yeah. begging for his life. James Cameron, I love James Cameron in the '80s, man. Yeah, I, I always loved uh, James Cameron until he's been. Uh, he's one of my dad's closest friends in the oh, industry yeah. because my dad was 18 when he met Cameron, and my dad moved out from Texas. Uh, his dad bought him a one-way ticket because my grandpa was excited that my dad was showing interest in something else except for cars and motorcycles and chasing girls and beer hogling and shit like that. So he. <laughs> He um he got a job working on a Roger Corman set. My dad did like painting sets and moving shit. Wow. And um, do, you, do you remember which film it was? Uh, I I I not off the top of my head yeah. right now. I I will uh, at some point. Yeah, uh, I would know if I saw the title. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and so and Cameron was art directing it. And so um, they met on on so you know my dad a walked on film. set. It wasn't Piranha mm. Two, right? No, no, it wasn't. Oh, oh. No. Oh, oh, is it Journey to the um? What's it? it was it a space movie? It, it, uh, yeah, it might have been. I think like it. Fake Star Wars I think it was that, that one. The I think I it was that one. The, it's Battle to the Center of the Earth. No, 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 no. Ah, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Beyond the something, so it's it's a fake Star Wars movie, and James Cameron did the sets for the fuck. Yeah, you're thing. a real cinephile. To no, know but that I, one. I wish I knew the name so I could really fuck your head. Well, we'll look. We'll look it up after. I didn't know. I didn't know Bill worked on that. Yeah, so he he walked on set my dad you know um could you unplug that it's all, it's all good um he walked sorry, on sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no worries it's uh, okay we're, we're hood we're hood Tele yeah this is no big deal love. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he walked onto the set and and the first person he met was cameron and, and said hey hey you're my new guy and, and my dad was like yeah i'm bill you know and he's like all right grab grab you see that, that paintbrush over there yeah yeah go go uh take that bucket of paint go paint that wall over there and uh, my dad, and from then on, they were instant friends. Wow. And that's why they, you know, that's why he went to the Titanic on, on Ghost of the Abyss with, with my dad and wow. put him in all those films. Uh, 
Cameron called my dad, I'm sure amongst other close friends, but called him when he was thinking about what he was going to do next before he did Avatar. And it was there was another project, I can't remember what he had, and it was it was either Avatar, and he had my dad read both and ask him what, what, he, what he thinks he should do. And uh, my dad was like, you got to go with Avatar. This thing's going to crush it. And, there, and when that came out, that's... James Cameron topped himself yet yeah, again at the box, crazy. box that, office. You know, I thought it was. You know what? I doubted him twice, because when they said they're making how much did Titanic cost? Three hundred million at the time or two hundred million? It was the biggest budget movie. I ever think it made was, yeah, time. it was between the two. I think it was maybe it was like two ninety or something. Yeah, yeah. And they had like you know the two main stars, Leo Caprio, never had like a big monster head. No, no, Kate no, he wasn't big yet. Was in like heavenly, heavenly mm -hmm. creatures. Yeah, and it's like two hundred. Who the fuck is gonna watch a Titanic movie? Yeah. Like I really thought that. I said I love James, yeah. but you know, come on, it's a little boring, and you got. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. It was that, the biggest seller in the history of movies. Iconic. And then when they did, how much did Avatar cost? Four hundred million. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely more than that. Four hundred million dollar space movie. Yeah. Taking and me then years. He, it was the biggest movie that ever happened at that time too. Yeah. Two times. Two, two times. times. It was similar to like Spielberg, where like, uh, you know, when Jaws became the biggest movie ever made, and, yeah, and then you know. Uh, he topped it again. E.T. definitely topped whatever it was before. Oh, oh mm -hmm. no, no. Star Wars beat E.T., which wasn't Spielberg, but then Spielberg topped Star Wars with E.T. Yeah, know, uh, yeah, he did. I mean, Star Wars topped Jaws, and then E.T. topped Star Wars. That's what makes him, uh, I mean, yeah. so great, too, so influential. Yeah, yeah. But James Cameron's always been, you know, after everything happened uh, with my dad, uh, he, uh, he sent, like, three weeks' worth of food, like, right over to... Uh, where my mom and my sister and I were all staying and stuff. Uh, just, shout out to James Cameron. That's yeah, amazing, man. Yeah. Because you know, people, some people don't give a shit about that. Even if they, you know. Yeah. You know, they awesome. were very close friends. It was, yeah. it was, you know, if we were ever truly in a bind as a family, my daddy always told me, he said, you got to call, you got to call James up, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so your father wasn't just a Hollywood actor, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of kids with famous dads, but your dad was your best friend. Yeah, he was my best friend. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And still is, and and because uh, we just did everything together, you know. I mean, yeah. just we did so much traveling, and and uh, you know, he introduced me to so much, and and f he's a fun, he's so funny. I really, really, really wish you got to meet him because yeah. he was so funny, you know. Yeah, we always kept like I, like, I, oh, my dad's in town on Thursday, want to do dinner. I'm like, I'm yeah. leaving on Tuesday. I know. I'm, he like, was Yo, I'm coming in on I'm coming in May third. You're fuck. like, damn, my dad's leaving April twenty. Like, it was yeah. like, we always tried to make it happen. We always tried to make that dinner happen. I know, I man. One time, uh, what, what film did I take you to see? Uh, it was oh, old we, we saw a Lon Chaney film. I took, oh, did I? Which one did I take? Uh, oh, the Unholy Three. Uh, Unholy I took Three. You to see the Unholy Three. Well, he scored live with a piano, yeah, like yeah, down by the stage. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. This Buster Keaton was on the wall yeah, in there too. That's when I, yeah. I think I, that's when I pointed out and told you that maybe that uh, Buster was one of my dad's yeah, heroes. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, we went to ran home to your dad. And he said, "Oh, that guy really knows his shit." Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah. He said that. Yeah, definitely. We hit up Cancers after that. Yeah, with that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. Amon, Amon. Yeah, Amon, Amon, Amon. the singer. He Amon. had a big number one hit record, forty in forty countries. Fuck you, you, you hoe. I, I don't, don't want, want you back. back. And he sang on my albums too. I He's still killed it on the yeah. yeah. It's one of my that dude's one of my best songs awesome. I ever had in my career. I still get through the day. Yeah, yeah it's that I love that song. Yeah, we also did Love to Fuck, which isn't one of my best in my career, but it's a very <laughs> fun one. Fun one. Yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, first song I ever played of yours to my dad, and this is a true story too, uh, was uh, uh, Cunt Renaissance. Really? Yeah. 
Thank you. He's like, that, uh, guy's I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> no, that's totally cool. Oh, okay. Cool. okay. <laughs> I'll rip your, hey, yo, yo, I'll rip your cut. That was With a spoon, with a rusty spoon. Get that motherfucker away from my son, please. <laughs> my dad fucking loved it. He's, yeah. He thought it was crazy, man. That's why he had no filter with me growing up, you know? You should have been like, you hear this song about ripping out cunts? That guy yeah. made you for Halloween when he was 10 years old, but he didn't look like yeah. you. Yeah, and... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. So, so, um, <laughs> yeah, like, like my father was my best friend. That's that's a you know, like, cause some people don't have that connection with their father. Yeah, they. Yeah. You know, my father, um, he was my best friend in the world, and and and, you know, he wasn't a celebrity. Like, like your father influenced millions because he had that platform, mm -hmm. and like, even if you didn't know your father, you're like, wow, like that's just like a fucking likable. Yeah. Like charismatic, fun. Like people wanted to imitate him. But oh, Near Dark is another performance with Catherine yeah. Bigelow, James uh, Cameron's wife. That's one of my favorite Severin. That's one of yeah, my favorite yeah. uh, characters he ever played. Yeah, Severin. Yeah, that was a great one. And that was see, see, that's what I'm saying. That was critically acclaimed at its time. It wasn't yeah, it a was. huge, huge hit. It was a hit. It, I mean, it did well, I think, but it, it didn't make tons of money. But Critically, yeah. it was like wow. And do you remember James Cameron versus Catherine Bigelow mm -hmm. with the Oscars years later? Yeah, yeah, it was I like do. Avatar versus Shit. the. Uh, I remember it. Uh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker, man. I remember that because they were together when they did Near Dark, and uh, yeah. Catherine convinced you know um, my dad to be in Near Dark. My dad didn't need much convincing. He was like a vampire movie. Yeah. I, I gotta have one of these, you know. Yeah. And uh, but Lance Henriksen didn't really want to. They were just coming off of Aliens, yeah. and didn't he was like, yo, we just got Aliens coming out. We might want to be. Be careful about going and doing this little indie vampire yeah, road okay, movie. Okay, Lance, and then you went and did yeah. Pumpkin Fucking Head. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Shout out to Stan. <laughs> okay, Stan Winston directed Pumpkin Head, who did the effects on Alien. So all that comes from James Cameron. It's it, all, it's all, it's all interconnected, man. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, but my dad convinced Lance to do it, and, and Lance, of course, they all had a blast together on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the, the woman named Jenny Jenny Wright was it the actress Jenny it? Jenny Wright yeah she Jenny Wright. Uh, I think she ended up on drugs for a lot of years and yeah because she was beautiful she was um, good she was talented and then she kind of disappeared and then I seen that like came yeah. up on Facebook and she's kind of I think she said she struggled with addiction for a she long time. she did from what I know because I actually met her uh, not like maybe like four or five years ago oh, my wow. dad gave a, a an award to Catherine Bigelow at the DGA oh, in Hollywood okay. and um, Jenny was there. And uh, I, she doesn't look much like she used to because I know she she went through that that hard that hard drug period and uh, but yeah but my dad was like yeah that's that that's her Jenny, I was, I was uh, like I guess she was beautiful talented. gorgeous she yeah did a little low budget movie called I Mad Man that was like really it was the I guy that, I think it's a Greek guy but he directed the movie The Gate remember the little claymation monster he, he, I need to when see when year it. were you born you was ninety four yeah so yeah I'm talking about I'm an old ass <laughs> man like The Gate and I Mad Man yeah he's yeah like, fuck he's like. But you know fish heads, but that's your father's. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of his stuff, you know. <laughs> like, I wonder if another kid was born in 94. You know fish heads? You know, I don't know. Do you know the group Alliance? Have you ever heard of that? No. It's a group called Alliance, and the, the main producer's King of Chill. They were with MC Light and Audio 2. He was a legend of his day. Right. Now he works with DJ Premier behind the scenes. He's like DJ Premier's engineer and stuff. They gotcha. did a song called, uh, they took Fish Heads and they just sampled it and made a song out of no it. No way, and they no, did? Nobody ever, sa nobody ever sued them. It was Atlantic Is Records it? and everything. It's out, yeah. That's out? Yeah, it's from 1980. Oh, I, I got to write this down after. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it for sure. They just took I'm the sample. To it I, I, it's like, I said, they made a rap song out of this? Like, Fish Heads. I said, I like this song, but does it work as a rap <laughs> song? But yeah, King of Chill, that's, that's DJ Premier's. Does uh, it work? It's good. It's dope. I don't remember it being good. Oh, okay. I, I want to look at it again now as an adult. Mm. But I remember as a kid, like, wait. All but, right. But back then, they didn't sue for for stuff like that. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, so, Especially so, that was such a little thing, you know. Yeah, 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 
yeah. But but you know, not nah, it's a lot of times it's the little people who do sue you because they need the money. Mm. Like, oh shit, you took our shit. You know? It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. But so so um, my dad would have thought that was great. He yeah, yeah. He would have you know taken that as a huge. If it was compliment. only a bigger song. Maybe he knew it and just didn't tell you. Like you know, he was. Like, oh, he would have told you that one. He probably would have told me. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so yeah, like we we were talking about before, it's like uh. uh Fathers are best friends. Yeah, fathers are our best friends. And, and like, you're, like, in his days, and I could tell, you know, talking to you before, like, man, it's, you know, grieving. It's just like, how do you accept life? Like, how do you do it? You can't. It's like an unacceptable. Yeah. It can't be true. Yeah. Like, when I lost my father, I was just like, I actually have to live life, the next chapter of my life. Like, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't I see, uh, yeah, I don't see life without him, you know? But then, uh, yeah. As time goes by, the, the, the heels wound, the, wheel, the, the wounds heal, and you start to uh, accept it. Never goes away, but you accept it. Yeah. And then you could, okay, this is the second part of my life. You, you have yeah. your beautiful girlfriend, you have your acting career. And me, like, you know, the best thing that ever yeah. happened to me is I have my babies, you know? Yeah. So, and my daughter. I know, they're, they're, they're beautiful, by the way. I yeah. They're so beautiful. Such, yeah. Crazy. My daughter is, is my daughter has become my best friend now. Like I never thought nothing could even come close to what I have with my father. Yeah, so this yeah. is so gay. Hey, it's okay. Hey, I, I'm glad you get you're, you're I'm glad you could get go there with me right now because, like you said, I I've been feeling it's a bit even hard for me to pipe up sometimes. I don't, you know, I like my I falter and I second guess everything. I I've been so nervous and. Uh, you know, I because I went from the 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 best year of my my entire life was last year, because um, I uh, fuck you're gonna make me emotional now too. Uh, I I got my first lead in a TV show, and um, my dad I I was the best part of it was my dad's reaction and like when I called him on the phone, and um, he's like you're going where for four months to do, to be the lead in a TV show? He couldn't he couldn't believe it. He was so over the moon and uh i um and then i and then he got to see that because it came out from october through december and he was watching every episode every sunday night and he it was it was my like because i because i kept telling him so much you know i was like don't worry dad i, I could do this too you know there's plenty of act second generation actors that come up and follow their dad their father's footsteps and he's like i you know it was like this huge sigh of relief i know he always knew i could do it but you know you worry as a father and stuff and i was and you know if I, because I'm, I think I was always been a bit more sensitive than than he is, and, and so you know he was like, it's a tough, tough racket, you know, and and I had my confidence up to just level, you know, in thousand. I, I have a couple horror films coming out this year, and I'd shot it all last year and stuff, and and then he passed this year, and uh, I got uh, one day's work on um, a couple weeks ago. I did one scene with Denzel Washington in his new movie. I got a, just a quick scene. And this is a crazy story too. And it's it's gonna start sounding like I'm making shit up, but it's I swear to God I'm not. It, I used to when I was being a cocky little shit to my dad, to re, trying to reassure him like, Dad, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. He's like, you just keep studying. You know, you get you're not ready yet. Just keep studying. I was like, I would use Denzel as just an example of just some some great in the business, some titan in the game that I'd be like, if, if you had if you gave me lines with him tomorrow, I could I could do it no problem. It would be you know, and he just kind of he thought that was kind of funny. You know, I just never took it seriously. <laughs> that you could. Yeah, that I could, because yeah, yeah. I was so cocky about it, you know, and I would only be that cocky in front of him because I was so comfortable in front of him. But, and uh, and then all of a sudden, it, I, I get this little part, and um, 
thanks to Dan Gilroy, who directed Nightcrawler. He wrote and directed this is this is his new one, Inner City. And I just have this little scene, and I, I almost, I almost couldn't couldn't get through it. I, I, because I, I'd rehearsed a million times, and I, and all of a sudden when I got up there, and Denzel was in is was in character, I, I was, I was kind of shaking you know but luckily i was playing a coked out young businessman oh, so they thought, so was like the fuck it, they thought i was just killing it but i was i almost i was blacking out you know i only got three takes with him he couldn't have been nicer to me though he didn't know who i was and i just told him afterwards uh you know that uh who my dad was and he had done two guns with my dad and he said oh i, I loved your dad he was one of the only people i ever trusted to hold a hold a gun up to my crotch for a few hours <laughs> so he played kind of like russian roulette with his yeah. when he's you know, torturing him or something. And, um, and so it was, uh, I was like, God, I, and I think it's, it's cause he's not here that I feel like I'm starting from scratch again. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm not, I, I got to work that confidence back up cause yeah. it's. But the one confidence you have is that, you know, uh, everything you do from now on is for him. Yeah. And he's watching, you know, everything. Yeah. Like everything, my career picked up again after my father passed. I at the wake, I said, "Yo, like, yeah." Mickey was there. I can't talk about my father. I'm, I'm, I, you said you're the sensitive one. I'm fucking retarded. But what I said, I said, "Yo, everything uh, for the rest of my life is dedicated to you, Pop." That's what I said to my pop, and and that's why you see me doing so much shit, and I'm doing better than I was before he passed. <laughs> yeah, Mickey. Uh, Mickey worship the cameraman worship no, my dad. Don't talk. Don't <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. I don't want to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so fucking. I'm sorry, man. No, it's okay. <laughs> He's supposed to be here talking about no, his dad. No, it's okay. Number one, go break it down. <laughs> I feel the same exact way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, I feel the same, same exact way. You know, I, 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 you know, because. Uh, one of the last things, you know, because he was in the hospital and stuff, and um, he uh, he woke up for a little while because he was in the ICU for two weeks, and uh, I was I was with him. I didn't leave his side, and um, his, uh, he told the nurse came in, and the, he was just like, "This is my son. He's he's really strong." And then uh, and he was so he was so out of it uh, too. It was like the, the the one moment of clarity he had. He, he just. And he, and he wrote me a letter, too, before everything happened, before he went in there just in case anything happened. It was like a weird premonition he must add. And um, he just, he signed the letter, you know, I'm, I'm always in your heart and carry on, my son, carry on. And uh, so, yeah, it's the crying episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my man. Oh, oh shit! Okay. Oh my god! That was your father being like, "Toughen up, boys." Yeah. It's our fathers, like you guys are pussies. Toughen up. <laughs> Sorry, I hope the mi the mics. These are these are indestructible, right? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Man. These mics are tougher than we are right now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cut the camera. Okay, I'm gonna change batteries. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm rolling. Yeah, I mean, no, I just was, I just. You know, I just really appreciate you, to you just having this this release with me because I, I, uh, it's the first time the English language has really failed me in my life. I, I don't even know how to describe it, what to say. It's like, it's like the sun caught fire. You know, that's kind of odd to say. It's like the sun caught fire and then died, and and and, and what, just how, how the air caught fire is what I was trying to say. Like, 
And that's a quote from uh, this, this actor, Patton Oswalt, just lost his, uh, his wife, and he, he wrote like a whole thing about grief. And I had no, no way to articulate it, and he's had a little bit more time to articulate it. And that's one of the things he said was it was like the air caught fire and the sun died. And uh, that's that's like how it feels because I it's, I can't sleep. Yeah, I mean you know you know how it is. I don't eat much. You know I had a Cliff Bar today. It's like you know, but but you know my dad in his letter said you know this is gonna be tough for a while, but don't don't mourn my passing for too long because you know you get out and engage with people because through through our engagement with others we lift ourselves out of our depression and we. You know, and, and then he, one of his favorite quotes was a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, and he, he wrote, just to thine own self be true, you know, just, just, just let your conscience be your guide. These are all things he said in this letter, and um, he wouldn't want me to slow down, you know. And I, I was, I feel like, you know, I, I, there's a million things I wish I could do differently just because I, he was always the one I'd go to if I had a complaint or I had to vent about something. That's, and I was like, that's the same shit I You had. know, I mean, God, Anything I'd be like, my dad, dad, my hair's falling out, stupid shit. He's <laughs> like, hey, your dick works, right? You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, it does. He's like, then shut the fuck up. But he was still, like, very kind about it. Like, still letting me have my moment, you know, and, and you know, crying his shoulder and shit about stupid crap. So what was, uh, what's the last time you got to see your father? Um, it was, it was in the hospital. I was, uh, was there every 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 day and night. Did, did he, did he didn't pass in front of you though, right? Oh. Uh, he did. He 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 had a stroke while uh, it was literally one of the only times my mom and I had gone back to the apartment to get some sleep, and he had a stroke uh, early waited. in the morning. He, he, he waited to let that happen. I think so, but but the the very tough thing about it was that we we rushed to the hospital. We didn't we didn't find out until we got there that it had happened and. Uh, even though they they just called us to, tell, to get us there as fast as we could, but my sister was going to college in North Carolina and stuff at the time, so they had my dad. They kept him, you know, uh, his body alive um, until she could fly in and see him. So you we were there skin, when or was the skin warm? Is that what it was? Yeah, and everything. And his heart, his heart, you know, he was breathing and his heart beat and everything. Uh, and so we were there when uh, when they turned off the machines and everything. But it, he was he was techni- technically he was gone before that, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But but it I was tell you that the warm skin, that's a big deal because uh, the craziest thing ever. My, you know, my, my my father passed. Um, my boy just happened to be in my house. I don't have people that drive, and, and he drove me all the way from Harlem to fucking the Long Island Hospital, and it was so fast that he got me there. That my father because he said, "Yo, your dad's dead." <laughs> so uh, I got there and uh, I was able to touch um, his skin was warm yeah. the rest of him was cold but I got to touch got to touch the warm skin and, and I'll never forget that like oh he's still fucking here he's warm his body's fucking warm and I got from Harlem to fucking Long Island, fast enough to touch the warmth of the skin, and it's one of my mo- memories of life. Like, yo, it's like almost like the guy's dead already, but it, it, the f- just feeling the warm flesh, yeah, meant so much. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, we have yeah. a we have a photo of yeah, my mom and my sister and my hand all on his hand, yeah. um, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah I kind of just 
I just kind of feel so insane. It's like, I, I, I'd never, it's just, this is my worst nightmare, you know? Just, well, what have you been doing to, to try to, try to, well, what have you done? What have you done since it's only, it's been under four months or four months, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I've been, you know, I've been, I, I got through the, the three months he would have wanted me to get out of my system, which was, you know, he, he was, he, he, there was times where I disappointed him in ways I regret, you know, I was, I was really into Oxycontin for a bit and, uh, um, not any, not anymore. And, uh, not long since that's, that was three years ago. And, um, but you know, I got it out of my system, self-medicating with like, you know, little marijuana and, uh, and, 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 you know, drinking too much beer. Um, I haven't done any pills or anything since, since, since this happened or or even since three years ago, it was just, you know, it, it, like I'm, I'm based. I'm. I, the only thing I, I just drink beer now. But it was just that I couldn't get to sleep lately. But I've finally been able to. I'm back to auditioning. I've, I've, I've read about 20 times in the last couple, couple weeks. I might do an indie feature while I'm here that shoots on the New Jersey sh- wow. shore. Um, it's, it's not 100. percent It's one of those indie things where it's all you know up in the air. But um, I'm out here just reconnecting with old friends because I, I lived. Uh, I went to college for half a semester in the village and stuff. And I used to work at the Mineta Tavern, busing tables. Um, and so I'm couch surfing, catching up with old friends, and. Uh, so I'm just trying to be busy. I thought coming out here for a month or two would just, you know, just yeah, to walk the I, streets. I was on the West you know? Coast, and I said, yo, I'm in the West Coast. You're like, I'm in New York. I'm like, oh, I'll be in New York next week. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm glad this really this worked out. Yeah. You, want, you know what? You want to hear a funny story about my dad dying? Just to, because we're, we're being all... To lighten it up? Yeah, let's do a lightning one. We could get a little back to it, but, okay. So my father dies... I'm dating a, a 22-year-old at the time. Yeah. So I think I was 35 or something, 36. I don't know how fucking old I was. But uh, so when I, and she was technically my girlfriend. Right. <laughs> so I, I said, okay, I'll lie to her and say 10 years old. So I'm 32. Mm. So then my dad dies. She she flies to see me to take care of me. And I'm in the hotel with her. And I just start fucking bawling, crying, hysterical. And I can't stop crying. And uh, she thinks I'm 32. I told told her I'm 32. I always lie about my age. Wikipedia, they they, they got the wrong. They don't even. Nobody has the real fucking age. It's yeah. the one thing I lie about. Yeah. And Wikipedia is wrong. Google <laughs> Maps is wrong. All of that shit is wrong. Yeah. But so then, so then I go. You know, it's the, my best friend of all. To, like the guy who I talk to five times a day, every day, everything, and I'm crying hysterical. Like I don't know how to move every day of my life. You know, imagine the person you talk to and put everything into for. 36 years of your life. Yeah. And she said, 32. I said, 32 years of your life. <laughs> and she said, wait, how the fuck old are you? I was like, 36. She's like, what the fuck? Did you? <laughs> so that's how I got caught lying on my age. Did so you really not it. skip a beat like that <laughs> with it? Like, 32 years. <laughs> so Middle of this it. emotional breakdown. <laughs> yeah. 36, 32. No, 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 I was that, in person. She was there taking r- care oh, of me. Oh, right, right, right. And, but, and I was, you know, but, crying to Oh, her. my God. Like, 36 years of your life. And she said, wait, yeah. 36. She said, I said, 32 years. I'm so distraught. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to put a little positive spin on it. Oh but, man, um, that's no, that's a yeah. great, that's a great story. And your dad would have laughed at that, huh? Oh yeah, my dad would have laughed yeah, at that shit too. That's the thing. God. See, here's the thing: is you got parents, which I think it's the same exact thing for you. You have parents that are um, your parents. 
Yeah. And then you got certain parents that are your best fucking friends that you yeah. could call and tell, hey, yo, I got laid. I, I had a menage a trois with yeah. these three hookers. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh, son, those hookers. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you God, know, like, I got some great of- stories yeah. like that. <laughs> go ahead. T- t- go ahead. Oh, should, I, should, I, should I tell one real quick? Uh, well, this many, this one's about my, my mother. This is okay. how cool my mom is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope she's not going to get mad at me for saying this. This is a good one. This is a good one because it, it's it, the lesson is practicing safe sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, I was like, I was probably 17. I, I just, uh, there was this girl that I knew from high school. Um, and I was back in Ohio and stuff. And uh, she was a year younger than she was this beautiful beautiful girl she was half Siponese and stuff and she uh and half girls I don't even know the nationality exists that's how high class he is she's Siponese Siponese and so so our house is is located out in this like uh orange grove out in Ohio out in the country you know and there's this rock wall at the base of the property and there's a little dirt road that goes by and there's a pool on the other side and so I um I I I told this girl to just have her bathing suit on under her clothes we're gonna go on an adventure right she she was all okay I, I pulled up below the rock wall I was like so I know these people are out of town they got a nice pool over here. Uh, we, let's just hop the wall and go for a swim. It was in the summertime. It was warm. She's like, well, I don't know if we should do that. I was like, trust me, it's fine. We won't get caught, whatever. And so, of course, we jump over. I already had the light set on because it was my house, my parents' Aww. house, my parents' house. And um, so we jump in the pool, and I, I was like, I have a confession to make. You know, like, is this, you know, we're already making out stuff. Like, this this is this is my parents' house. She's like, splashing me. She's like, oh, what? You know, <laughs> but she was totally into it. And so we, we go inside to take a shower, and I was using, my dad was out of town. It was just my mom at the house, and I was using the, the guest bedroom where sometimes my dad would crash out in there. And I was in the um, I was in the shower with her, and like everything's getting hot and heavy. And I and I, we get to the bed, and I, I open the bedside drawer, and I I could have sworn I had a condom there. I could have sworn, sworn, sworn. And she wasn't on birth control or anything. And I was like, fuck, fuck, you know. I was like, I was right there. I was like, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I ran to the other side of the house. It's like one in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm cupping everything. And, and I run into my mom's room. And, and I'm like, Mom, Mom, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. She wakes up. She's like, what, what? She thinks something happened. And I'm just like, I, uh, I, I've, got, I've got a girl in the back back room and it's it's like it's about it's about to go down and i don't have a condom (laughs) and she's and she just gets up she just gets up turns on the light doesn't even look at me and like floats like a ghost like in a half stupor to 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 her bathroom and somehow she she had some and and gave me like a whole roll and just said nothing and i just i was just like thank you so much and i just ran back and it Uh, sealed it because uh Cause you know she she the the one thing that she she wanted me to do was have safe sex you know because she knew she was wasn't gonna keep me from having sex she was like I gotta <laughs> I gotta make sure you have protected sex yeah good so, kid man there's no well, way that's I sho- that story naked. shocks a lot of people yeah because they don't have but my mother it shocked me that she didn't just go raw dog that was the shocking <laughs> part I was like Wait, you really you really gave a fuck it's a different that. time right. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Straight up. No, no. He was like, he was like, what you mean you gotta do it? I'm getting the condom from mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But so she's she's amazing and and so strong. Like this after this, it's really you know I see truly how strong she is. You know, because this well, is hardest on her above uh, you know over. I mean, she's since she was 17. You know, she's 10 years younger than my dad, though. So my dad, he lied about his age. He he met her when he was 27. She was 17. And he said he was 22. uh, They all lie. My dad lied to my stepmother. She said she he was married out of Vietnam with two kids. He he told her a little younger than he was. She was 10 years younger. I think she was 
19, he was 29, and he said he was 22 or 23 or something. Yeah, that's the same exact yeah, thing, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, I think so our dads are up there, man, and somewhere, you know. They, they can, I, I know yeah, they can feel this and they can see this. My pop. My, my pop would like to meet Bill, man. Say, hey, pop, come on, go find him. Yeah, go Give find Mr. Thorburn Sr. Because you see your, your, your pussy-ass sons down here <laughs> crying like bitches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> crying like bitches, Just knocking seen, microphones yeah. over, the rug. <laughs> drooling everywhere. <laughs> An early memory uh, was I was I was visiting uh, my dad on the set of Spy Kids 3D in, uh, in Austin, and he... Um, he only did that movie because he had kids, right? He was like, yeah, oh, well, it, James it, and, yeah, and Robert <laughs> Rodriguez is a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and he could play a fun character. He was that, you yeah, know, yeah. cowboy guy. So, and uh, he, that was the first time I got into SAG because he, uh, Robert was like, hey, would your son want to do a little part playing a miniature version of you? And uh, I was like, you know, um, I, I was totally, I was all in. And, uh and so they gave me a little fake pop belly, like he was wearing a fake belly, and they made me look like an identical mini me. And I just, and I've, I've just always felt so connected. There's so many memories that. Um, Playing a mini me of your pop, fuck, that's a great memory. It's too. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. And and I recently I did a, an episode of his show, Training Day. I guest starred, and we had a, our first scene like as professionals together, and or at least as I was I a saw professional. the picture you posted on the computer. You know, mm, you said, yeah. Oh, this was like the biggest honor ever. I got to do a scene with my pops. You know, and the, the director was telling me one thing and, and, and my dad was telling me another thing. And I was trying to, I was caught between the two. And my dad and my dad was like, trust me, just listen to me. You know, like he, he was, he was like, you do as I say here and you, you got this, you got this take. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Who am I going to listen to? You know, this, so the director was a great guy and everything, but like, or my dad, you know, I was right there. I was, we we're so connected in that moment, but we were always so connected. There's, you know, the the fucked up thing is the moment this podcast ends, I'm gonna think of that. that yeah, thing. of course, that's always what it is. Don't, <clears throat> don't stress. But me, we we got a, a ton of good. Memories. Yeah, he was a wild man. You know, I think he was almost like he knew something was catching up to him because he was, even just looking back at that video I was telling you earlier, when him and his friends at 19, he was he was like he was just a born stunt man. God, he put his life on the line in so many other such. He could have died in a million other ways. <laughs> he went two and a half miles below. The, the you know in the down to the bottom of the ocean where the Titanic is. Well, he did it with James. That, yeah, that's what it, I mean. That's he had to James, write up a whole James, will for James that the trip. Deepest uh, ever? Did you know that? Or that's what he's d dived to the deep to the Mariana Trench, I think, he, which is the deepest, right? I thought he was the deepest diver in history. Uh, yeah, which was in the Mariana oh, I don't Trench. Know what it, oh, you know. Yeah, it's in a, it's a trench in uh, Japan off Japan yeah, when they got oh, giant right. crabs down there the size of smart cars and shit. Wow. There's like they're you know huge spider crabs. <laughs> Yeah, he's he saw some crazy well, shit down there. That's why your mom's smart about the condom thing, you know, because I've seen some big <laughs> spider crabs that you know, I shouldn't have put my thing in there. And I, ah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. Hey, my man. Hey. Oh, man. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks for coming through, bro. That was awesome. So, hey, uh, pretty amazing episode, and. Uh, sorry about the breakdowns. It was crazy, but. Uh, yeah. James. Oh, oh. One of the most important things. Let's uh, tell them about projects you got coming out and what you're on and what they can see your work on. Yeah, that'd be great. I, uh, well, this year I've got, uh, it's, they're, they're figuring out where to, I, I actually produced and starred in a, in a horror film called Boogeyman Pop that we just sold to Blumhouse. Okay. And they, they came out with Get Out this year, oh, okay. Split, you know, they, they, they became a huge studio after the, the first Paranormal Activity. But um, 
they they're they're gonna uh, help it find find a home and everything, and uh, they're helping finance the, the rest of the film. It's in post. Actually, it should be done the end of this month. They're doing a final sound pass and a color color grade, and it's uh, it might go to Toronto or Fantastic Fest. They're they're still trying to figure out that, but. Uh, I'm in a, another movie called America, An American in Texas that I play the lead singer of a punk rock band in 1990. I have like a, a blue mohawk in that shit. I actually played a real show singing punk in that. Wow. And uh, uh, Jello Biafra's in the movie, and uh, I was singing uh, unreleased Circle Jerk songs oh, well, because uh, this guy from the Circle Jerk, Xander Schloss, was in the film, uh, and he gave the music to the film in our fictional band. Wow. And uh, last year I had a, 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 a series on... It's called Eyewitness. It was on USA Network, and uh, that was that's what I'm most known for now, like on online and stuff. And uh, that was a wonderful experience. And shit, now I've, I've got a short film out. Just just different things. I'm most excited for Bo- Boogeyman Pop. Trying to plug that, and uh, so, I'm so, looking for the so, next thing, man. So no more Sadat X rap contest. You done with that? Man, did Sadat even listen to me? <laughs> shit, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if he listened to any of them. Be like, yo, Sadat, check he probably, me in. I, he probably didn't. I, I honestly, <laughs> looking back, like I, I heard like some of the, the the finalists. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking even entering that. There, there was there was some good some good MCs on that, but I was trying to get really lyrical because even though it wasn't, I didn't sound super hard on the mic during that verse. We reused that verse for a, another song, my buddy oh. Jared and I, but. Um, I uh, I got really lyrical, like making all kinds of brand Nubian references. I did wow. my like history and all this, and I was hoping they'd you know catch stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm still working on some music. I've got some music videos online, and um, I you know I have a couple songs in the soundtrack of Nightcrawler actually. Oh yeah, I like yeah. that film a lot, man. You, you using, using yeah the yeah. I was, was using Source in it, like a car drives by, bumping my What's song. What's the, the song with the group? It's just a solo song. Uh, well, the the group now we we call, we call ourselves Aya J, but it's my my buddy and I just produces uh, who I've known since preschool. Uh, he goes by Redbeard, and uh, we've just been making songs for a long time. But uh, I, I actually like that film because a lot of new movies I don't like too many new movies. I'm like that snotty, annoying person that ah oh, fuck that. And I try to like the movies and I never could sit through them. Yeah, my dad's the same fun. way. A lot of things, you know, we we'd walk out of stuff sometimes and walk straight into another one if we were double. Yeah. Oh, that's another crazy memory I remember just from 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 growing up with him. He would always just like we'd see a movie and then he'd be like. All right, here we're gonna duck into this one over here. Yeah, and we just he kind of pushed me into another screening. We get a double feature out of it, you know. Yeah. He was always doing that shit, and uh, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, it's funny. Imagine being with Bill Paxton sneaking. I used to do that with my friends. They're like, yeah, let's go sneak into some films. We sneak into his own movies in the theater. <laughs> we don't even pay to get in to see his own movie. We got kicked out with one of his own movies. Like, the person kicking this. us out didn't even know. That he was kicking out the star of the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was that, that's a true story, Ventura. Oh, that's amazing! Hey, great guest and, yeah. and a good friend, man. I'm, I'm, Thank I'm you. with you anytime. You know that you got my likewise. Numbers, you got everything. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. So, Hell yeah! That was beautiful. Hey, shout out to the cameraman, Mickey. Thank you, Mickey. What's up, Mickey Shoshanovich? Which, my, my, like I said, Mickey was. Uh, he like loved my father more than most people like he like worshiped my dad he thought right. me he's like fuck the rapper guy fuck <laughs> my brother John. he was like start off my little brother's friend and he don't even talk to my little brother when my uh, dad died the cameraman over there was like and sh- like he was like sh- rattled and then the fucking asshole he, he was he was supposed to film my dad's you know the cars going by at the funeral and everything yeah. film the funeral and he says yo your dad spoke to me I'm like, yo, he didn't even speak to us, motherfucker. He's like, no, I was in the shower, and and 
<laughs> and your dad was like, Mickey, you got this. So what, what, what my father supposedly, <laughs> meanwhile, he's going to be all right. <laughs> oh, Mickey, it's going to be all right. So he didn't talk to his wife, his children, but he went to Mickey, the cameraman, like, Mickey, it's going to be all right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, yo, being with Tyson. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hang out every day, play chess. Uh, yeah, I think day. he played wow. 5,000 games of chess with my dad, beat him one time, maybe. Did you ever beat no, him? No, I never beat him. Oh. Yeah, I never <laughs> he just went there to like, never happen. beat him. Damn. Hey, real quick, c come over here real quick. Yeah. No, keep yeah. it rolling, keep it rolling. I'll keep it wide. I'm going to put it wide. Okay, okay. This is the yeah, last yeah. one. All right. Tell, what's your favorite thing about my father? Yeah, I can move. <laughs> Yo, the sarcasm. Yeah. The sarcasm. The dude was like crazy with the sarcasm. So quick. I forgot how much you suck on this show. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. As soon as you put me, I hit yeah, you on you're, camera. You're, I'm much better back there. I yeah, fuck. All right, we tried. We tried. Rest all in right. peace, daddies. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Rest in peace, my pops. Hey, grandma. We love you all, man. Um, yo, man, love you. I don't even love know your too. pops. Never met him. I love him, man. You guys. Yeah, are, hell yeah, the man. Paxtons, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah.